everyone, and welcome to the Indie Film Review. <laughs> My name is Dan. I am the patriarch to the matriarch of the uh, matriarchy. Uh, aren't we fighting you, though? Yes, you are fighting me. The lesser <laughs> patriarch to the matriarch. Uh, that is Jared. Jared is <laughs> Lord Duke. Lord Duke. Uh, Dukington. Dukington. <laughs> Yes, we both said it at the same time. Lord Duke Dukington, I pooped my pants today. Lord Duke Dukington, let's review movies in our own way. Oh, isn't that nice? Isn't oh that my fun? God. Children we are. This get brought to you by nobody. Yeah, we're basically little babies. Uh, this has nothing to do with the film. Dan, what film did we watch? We watched a film called Matriarch. It was sent to us by none other than Ardit Sadiku. I fucking love this guy. He's the he's the best. His films are out of control. If you haven't heard of him, please go look his films up. They're all amazing. He They're was, so good. He was a producer, a co-producer on this project. Okay. And um, I believe the director's name is Preston Thomas. He wrote and directed it. So, Matriarch. What is it? It is... It's a story of a girl. A film. Wait, do I explain what the film is first and then questions? I forgot. How, how many, yes, how many episodes do. have we done this? And I just forget. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> okay, so this film is about... Yeah, we want people to know what this is first, and then we'll ask questions. This is this is a story of a girl, actually. See? It's about a, it's about a woman who's basically battling depression, and uh-huh. um, she's she's dealing with things in her life. She, she moves out of her boyfriend's house because her boyfriend is a heroin addict, and she's like, you are not a good father to my kid, but we learn something... Um, later on that we'll cover in spoilers and um, she moves in with her parents and um, mm-hmm. she just deals with depression the whole time yeah absolutely so questions Dan <sighs> camera work how did you feel about where the camera was placed loved what they it. was doing with it I loved every minute of it was it like stand out to you was it serviceable do you think they did anything like crazy with it? They didn't do anything crazy with it, but I think framing was very important to this movie. Yes. My my favorite frame in this film was she's outside with, uh, she's just outside smoking a cigarette. She, we don't see her smoke a cigarette, but her dad's like, you still smoke? And she's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So her dad comes out there to talk to her. And it's just this amazing frame of her just lounging on this. And like, she, not even lounging, she's like slumped over on this this lawn chair and it's like an amazing frame and it just it really shows you like this kind of this kind of isolation and this desperation that she's feeling just in her body language and i i loved it i i think uh camera work in this is so good yes there's some fun things they do where it's not like a static shot so Mm -hmm. it is a cameraman who's following the subjects yes but he's doing it in such a smooth and, and like eloquent way that it's not bothering me. Like it's not shaky cam. It's whatever. And just like reframing subjects when they move to sit down or maybe they, they turn and lean in when they're on the phone and they're talking and then they'll frame it. They'll give like more space to the front of the face and just the framing is so good in this. Yes. But yeah. Question, Dan. Jared, how did you like the title of the film in relation to the context? So, matriarch, like, is she the matriarch? Or is it, like, is it is it the more, like, the bigger picture matriarch of, like, the mom is the matriarch of that house, 
with her daughter and then she is kind of like that's like i felt there was like a really interesting conflict of matriarchy because yes there was that kind of point of contention with the mom and the daughter at first they they kind of talk to each other like they're still angry with each other i think um i i think it's a overreaching term i think it, it applies just to her struggle as a mom and overreaching or overarching overarching my bad because <laughs> I'm like overreaching. What does that mean? <laughs> it's, it's infecting everyone. It, yes. And I, I like that dynamic between the mother and daughter because it's the mom, the grand, I guess, grandmother in this sense, she'd be like, yeah, whatever you need, we'll help you. But also there's like a hint of like animosity yeah, or yeah. just like, you know, quipping a fuck up, you know, <laughs> kind of a yeah. thing there. You really felt that tension. I thought they were, that was done really well. Uh, and then you have the whole dynamic between her and her son, where it's like, it's very clear that she loves her son. Yes. And like, I, I think what is important to take away from all of this is character in this film is probably the strongest part of it. Mm. The concept of character is so important to the success of this film, I think. Yeah. And uh, another thing I'll praise, too, is the film does not overstay its welcome as well. This is a pretty tight film. Yeah, it's only like an hour and ten minutes long, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, question for you, Dan. How did you feel about the acting in this movie? I loved it. I mean, you have a woman who's acting depressed the whole time. You have the dad and the mom. They're put upon, and you can tell, mm -hmm. right? And then you have the boyfriends and then, oh, the best friend. I think the best friend is my favorite character. The supporting yeah, role. She's great. She was awesome. So, I mean, everybody did a fantastic job. Well, I thought the boyfriend, um, he did such a good job of just being like, you can see why people would like him or why mm -hmm. the son would be attached to him. And then it, there's like a split seconds where he just fucking loses, loses it, it yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just gets super aggressive really fast and kind of comes back down from that. And you're like, oh, boy. Just because, like, whenever he doesn't get his way, he kind of, like, <laughs> he flips his shit. <laughs> I apologize for the thunder, everybody listening, but it's raining. Thunder. 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 It's raining men. Wow. Hallelujah. Huh. That's just... Uh... You, you think if... That'd be a lot of cleanup if that really happened. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Stinky, too, probably. Oof. Anyways, um, so yeah, Dan, <laughs> let's get into the spoilers. Yes, okay. Matriarch, so, we're going to spoil this film. Where can we see this I film? I don't know, I don't know. It's the question. I believe it is on Mamazon. Mamazon But let me make Pratt. sure. Matriarch 2021 by Preston Thomas is on Amazon Prime. You can rent it. There you go. Bingo, bango, bongo. Okay, Dan. What kind of happens in this film? So it basically what happens in this film is this woman moves out of her house with her boyfriend and um, takes her son with her and goes to her parents' house, tells her parents that Brad is not actually the father of her son. It's some other dude that she had a one-time fling with and got pregnant. Yeah, holy and, shit. Um, he didn't want to be a father, so he just left. And she was with this dude who... Um, was a pothead at first, but then he started dabbling in harder drugs. That's the Brad character. Anyway, she goes over there and she just deals with depression the whole time, sends her kids to school. You can tell the kid is not liking this arrangement, but she's mm -hmm. like sticking to her guns. There's this really amazing scene where Brad shows up at the house and um, tries to get her back. And then 
it, we go back in time at one point, which was really interesting. I thought that was really cool. How do you feel about that? Wait, when when do we go back in time? Whenever you see um, them in the car, the best friends in the car, and she has longer hair, and her friends has like a Mickey Mouse type do. Oh, yeah, that I was, didn't realize that was, that was back in, in that time. That was them in high school, and then it cuts to her in bed with Brad while he's smoking pot, and she's still in high school. Oh, I thought she just like went back and hung out with Brad. No. For a night, no. and then got because she gets pregnant again. No. Oh my that god, was... dude! I totally missed all of that. Wow. <laughs> I totally missed any flashbacks. It, no, it, it was it was a weird flashback. It was like okay, it was just a straight cut to it's like okay, I guess we're in the past now. That's weird. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, because yeah, they kept saying they were in high school. Yeah, and I just figured they were in high school. No. She she's working at she's working a dead end job. She hates her job. She wanted to go to med school. And that's what that whole conversation uh-huh. with the car was about. Like, you're smart, but you're not applying yourself. You're just hanging out with a loser. Yeah, because they had just graduated high school and now they're applying to college. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't think those were flashbacks. I don't know. I, I mean, I think it makes more sense what you're saying, because the alternative is at one point when she's like, oh, my boyfriend is a druggie. I'm moving with my grandparents to get away from him. And then she's in my head. I thought she had went to go back to him for one night just to sleep with him. Almost out of like habit or whatever, just like comforting because she's depressed. And then she just like left him again. It's like, okay, we, you know, we can't do this again. But I guess if that was a flashback, that would make more sense. How did you feel about the whole she's pregnant plot with Brad's kid? It wasn't Brad's kid. Whose kid is it? The whole pregnant plot was, okay, the guy at the very end who's like, okay, I'll be a father now. (gasps) That pregnancy was from the past. That was the pregnant, that's the kid. Oh my God. I completely, (laughs) wow. I thought she was pregnant again. No. I mean, again, I could be wrong, but this is is how I interpreted it. No, I think you're right. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm so confused about this film. So, okay, when she takes the pills, is that in the flashback or is that... What's happening? I think that's in the flashback, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, what's happening, Dan? When did she take the pills? Like, what happened before that? It it seemed like she had moved in with her parents. She's with her son. She was really, really sad about everything going on in her life. And she starts trying to write like a suicide note and then she crumples it up and then she takes a bunch of pills and just goes in her bed and goes to sleep. Oh no, that was, that was in regular time. That was contemporary. So that was contemporary. I am. Okay. Oh man. Oh, I don't know. Well, who should we blame here, Dan? Is it me or is it the film? (laughs) Well, okay. Let's explore both those avenues, Jared. All right. All right. (laughs) For you, I'll, I'll just say this. Um, I'm better at watching movies than you are. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right, fair point. For the film, I can see why it's very confusing. Because, like I said, that flashback kind of just came out of nowhere. There was no clue as to what it, it was. just literally, we're going to cut to a flashback. And we're like, okay. Yeah. But the clue was she had longer hair. And she was done up Dude. to look younger. I feel like I'm usually pretty good at picking that stuff out, and I just dropped all balls on that. Man, I fucked up hard. Is it porn out? 
rain right now. Yeah, it was big thunder. <laughs> I was like, oh no. So what else? What else happens after that, Dan? We um, got the overdose. We got the pregnancy. Brad shows up. Yeah. He's like, hey, I want I want my son back. Where is he? And she's like, he's at school, you know, because I'm a responsible. And he's parent. not your son. Yeah. And then she's like, uh, or he's like, well, I, I'll get sober, I swear. And she's like, you've said that before. And then he yells. And then she's like, you need to shut up because my parents are going to hear you. And her dad hears her or hears him and comes out. And that defends. dad's intimidating. Yes, that dad I would not want to fucking do anything bad around that dad. That's a good dad pick. Yes, for this film. Good dad pick Absolutely. For sure good dad pick and then brad like he, he gets the door slammed in his face and he goes away then what happens jared so the kid goes out to play and he goes missing grandma calls while uh the matriarch you know lead character she's at work and she's like um your son's gone mm-hmm <laughs> And it's just like, she's like, I don't know what to do. Your son's gone. And she's like, oh my God, I'll be home right away. And then I just don't get why the grandma's not out looking for the son. <laughs> she just sits there and she's like, well, son's gone. I'm, I'm sad. I'm like, no, go do something. Uh, and apparently the, the grandfather was out gambling that night. Do you think it's like a dig on him as like being a jerk? Cause I don't really think it's like that bad of him to like, want to go to the casino and gamble. Cause this is a side thing, but it made me think of it is the dynamic between the grandmother and the grandfather, their relationship. It's like they argue and fight, but it, it still seems like they love each other Yeah, and they still like, they still like each other. And then when, when the main character explains that to her son, they're like, why does grandma and grandpa fight so much? She's like, well, they've been married for so long that, that's what happens, I guess, when you, you're stuck with somebody for that long. And I don't, I kind of tend to disagree with yeah, that. I feel like that's a myth. Like, yeah, I don't think it up, it's natural for you to be that aggressive and mad at someone. Yeah, there's plenty of couples who stay together for a super long time and don't have that kind of contention all the time. That's a, that's a little much. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to think about. Like the stuff that we tell our kids to just there's a lot of like justifying to this little kid about what's going on in this world because like he can't really hear the truth right like when she explains the drugs that the boyfriend's been doing who mm-hmm. he thinks is his dad she's like oh he's been taking bad medicine he and and he's like well why can't he just take good medicine to help the bad and it's like well you can't really explain that the stuff he's taking makes him feel really good. <laughs> It's like, you know, ruining his life. I don't know. It's a really hard conversation. Doesn't she go to his house and the son's there? Yes. So I went off on a tangent. We can get back on the rails. Um, what happens in that scene is when he goes missing, the the boyfriend, he, he basically takes the kid and brings it to his house. Brings it. <laughs> he brings the object of everyone's <laughs> affection to his house. He brings the son to his house. He, but he's all like messed up on drugs. He's not doing great. And Brad calls the mom, who's the main character. And he's like, hey, I have the son. He's here. You should come back home to me where you live. And so we can be a family again. And she's like, no, that's not how this works. You can't just kidnap my son. He's not your real son. And he like blows up in a really great scene where he kind of loses it. Everything culminates in she's like, OK, you know what? I will come over. We can be a family again. I'm heading over right now, but who does she bring with her, Dan? She brings the police. 
That's right. And not the band, the police. Sting is not there. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Could have been a totally different ending if Sting was there. But yeah, the police show up. Uh, he lets the police into his house when he has like open drugs everywhere. They immediately arrest him for having tons of drugs everywhere, like an idiot with his kid. Open drugs. Hey, does this guy got open drugs everywhere? Yeah, he does. Oh, go to arrest him. So he goes to jail. The little boy is saved. It's pretty fucked up. The whole thing is fucked yeah. up. And then we have this whole other like B plot of the son is like meeting with his real dad mm -hmm. who now after five years is like, you know what? I think I actually do want to be a dad now. <laughs> I decided. <laughs> Which I guess is good. It's better than never wanting to. Yeah. But I mean, what's that oh. doing with the kid? Like I just watched my dad get arrested and now, this kid's now fucked you're my up new for life. daddy. What the hell? It's wild. Pretty fucking wild. Well, how did you feel about this B plot, I guess? And, and all the kind of stuff that happens with it. I mean, it served its purpose. I'm not going to say that it didn't belong because it had narrative meaning. You know, if we're thinking about the idea of matriarch, like a support system, I guess, mm -hmm. or a lack thereof. I think that's really what the film is grappling with. I don't know. It, it didn't bother me that it was there, if that's what you're asking. I guess for the most part, this film, it was really hard for it to keep my attention mm -hmm. throughout. Like, I just felt... I didn't really care about a lot of the characters, mm. but the main character specifically, the character felt like they were either annoyed or confused the entire film to everyone. And I, I think maybe some of that was when we were doing the flashback when she was a teenager and I wasn't realizing that. Right. And it just kind of felt like she's just being rude to her parents for no reason when they're like, they're helping her, they're taking care of her, they're letting her live with her and her son and they're supporting her. And yeah, sure, they're not the best parents, but they're doing their best. You know, they're trying. The reason I couldn't care is just like, I didn't care about her. Right, like there wasn't, that wasn't like a, a moment in time where you really connected with her. I, I mean, you may not, like I, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was really interesting, but I connected with the character, I guess. So if, if it didn't okay. work for you, then it didn't work for you. I think what really hurt it is that I, I didn't understand when flashbacks were happening and when they weren't mm. because it's like, Oh, okay. She's medicated. She has depression. She's done a lot of different medications. They haven't been helping. I, I, I guess I didn't really see her depression. Right. Within okay. the film. Well, I mean, I wasn't seeing that. I see. And then suddenly she's like, I'm going to kill myself or like, Instead of just saying, like, I am depressed, I couldn't see that on the screen. Yeah, mostly the, it came from her body language and from her friend telling you that, hey, you've been acting different, things like that. Yeah, but I would have liked to have seen her act different. I don't, and it's... Well, there's only so much you can do with an hour and ten minutes, yeah. so... I think the other real thing is, I thought that character was so unlikable. With the bomb? The, the main character. The matriarch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it bothered me. I, I couldn't... I, again, it's the connection thing where I couldn't connect I with her. did not get bothered by that. I thought she was an excellent choice. I thought she had an excellent role. I think she played it really well. Like I said, that one scene where she just kind of slumped over, like it was just the epitome of depression. 
And like her dad, her dad like kind of tried to get into a conversation with her and then she just kind of denied it. And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You have all She's that. constantly throwing up these brick walls yeah. to everybody so, that tries to talk to her. So I, 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 I don't know. I liked, I liked that aspect of it. The only thing that I had a problem with was if you read the description of the plot on the Vimeo screener, it says um, it's about a woman battling depression, making her way through the, the economic crisis of like 2008 or something. And I didn't really get, that's not what this film is about. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get a lot of that. Like the only thing maybe is like, she just, she was struggling to find a job or something like she didn't, she got a job immediately. Yeah. We didn't see her struggle at all to get a job. So I don't know. I didn't. Plus I don't think that's like, I don't know. I could have missed something. I just, I don't think that should be the, what we are concerned about in the film. Yeah. So one last thing I'll say is I don't. I think you can show a character who is because I think most depressed people aren't being like, oh, I'm mopey or like anytime everyone talks to them, be like, uh, you know, there's people. Everyone is depressed. It depends on the degree. Yeah. Sliding scale of depression that people have to where it's like, do I need to like actually be medicated because this this could be like threatening to me or like it just I can't even function normally, but. There's tons of people who smile to you and say everything's fine. And on the inside, they're fucking dying. And I, I think I find that more compelling than someone just like openly like, uh, 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 I'm going to be a fucking turd to everyone. That is, it was just off putting to me. I don't know. I didn't feel realistic. I like it. I'm being, I'm being a little extra right now. I know I'm being a little Everybody extra. Everybody should watch this film and make their own um, opinions known. Sure. Go write a review. Give give get on IMDb. Get some of these terrible IMDb reviewers out and put put some good people in there. Write us and on a scale from one to extra. Let me know how extra I'm being yes. right now. <laughs> all right, Dan. Was that your closing thoughts? Yes. All right, all right. Guys, you can find us on Twitter at anyfilmpod. You can find us on Instagram at anyfilmreviewpod. You can email us at theanyfilmreview at gmail.com. We have a Patreon. That Patreon is for filmmakers primarily like there's a one dollar tier or three dollar tier if you want to just be generous and give us the money every month but oh so generous um, you can also if you're a filmmaker and you want your film to be reviewed faster because it's about six months for us to get to your film if you submit it regular schmegular we will put your film if you give us five dollars on a shorter list it's about two weeks long and um if you're trying to get a press embargo together and you want your review out quicker then do that. If not, I, we don't care. We'll just It's going on our list. We're going to watch it eventually. We can't wait yeah, to watch it. Yeah. But there's a lot of other people that we can't wait to watch too. Get in line, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't it be two weeks short instead of two weeks long? Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, hey, thank you everybody for listening. I really appreciate it. Go check out the necropoticon.com. Lots of good shows on there. You got storytelling shows. You got fucking actual role play shows that got comedy they got spoopiness they got everything you need and everything a growing boy or a girl needs uh in this podcasting landscape so thanks again appreciate you dan get the final word mother tell your children not to walk my way mother god that song is so good
Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.